it goes to sleep for like a second and a half, and then it turns back on and it's on for like five seconds, and then it goes to sleep again. That's a long that's a long power cycle. This is a good intro. I like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the switch turn on and off podcast. Hey, it's having problems, man. Does your I switch turn on and off? It. So does Caleb's. If so, you found the right place. Frank disconnected from server. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the forecast, episode sixty. Man, we've been doing this a while at this point. Man, you'd think we'd be better at it by now. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the forecast is a bi-weekly podcast produced every other Thursday. We are a group of people who love exploring and discussing all kinds of things, from board games to video games to film to TV shows to just things we interact with in our everyday lives. Um, if you want to check us out, uh, you can go to facebook.com forward slash We Are the Horizon Community, or you can check out our website at wearethehorizon.com. We have a lot of other things on there as well. Granted, some of them are older videos because people stopped editing things. Uh, <laughs> just gotta, just gotta put that in there. Sorry, Jux. <laughs> um, additionally, everything we talk about, we put in our cast notes that gets pushed out to whatever podcasting app you're using. So, let's get started with uh, what have you been playing lately. And Alex, we'll, we'll start with you again because you have a big list. Uh, that's good. I'll, I'm gonna take. A I nap never though. have a big list. <laughs> <laughs> Wake me up when he's done. No problem. <laughs> I don't ever take that long. September. We had one podcast where you took like 27 minutes to get through your list of games. You just said we're on episode 60. I said 27 minutes. We had a podcast where you took 27 minutes. So one podcast out of 60, not too bad. (laughs) That's the longest runtime with the intro. (laughs) Just go. (laughs) Um. First thing on my list is Beat Saber. It's a VR rhythm game where you have two lightsabers and you're cutting blocks in specific ways to the beat of the music. It's fantastic. Uh, it reminds me a ton of like early Guitar Hero, like when you would just like addictively play a song over and over again on Expert to try to nail it. And um, is it similar to that audio game uh, that came out early with audio VR Shield. Audio Shield? It's like that, except for all the tracks are original music, and they have like specific oh. paths curated. It's not just like randomly generating it. I didn't realize it was original music. Yeah, so they've they got original music made for it, and I like uh, note tracks that are made by a person and not just like an algorithm because mm-hmm. they actually make sense. Uh, I never really felt the rhythm of like Audio Shield and stuff like that. Right. Uh, this you get into like a really good flow through the song and everything kind of like feels right. It's cool. Uh, I, I I guess I never really played Audio Shield. Does it like not feel um, like I remember playing a lot of Guitar Hero and that I think the same sense, right? It's like everything is generated not by somebody who's sort of laying it out. Like Guitar Hero is specific tracks made by a person. Is it really? I didn't know that. Yeah, they they lay out the tracks manually. Sometimes Audio Shield feels like it. The sort of beats don't match up with the orbs much. Oh, really? Sometimes, right? In yeah. some game, yeah. Because it's just a it's just an algorithm trying to approximate what it thinks the beat is supposed to be and stuff like that. Right. Oh, so it so... doesn't ever feel exactly right. 
you're saying that essentially it's just like as the song is going, it's generating essentially the beats that you're going to have to hit. And it may not be on like downbeats. It may be on like an upbeat or an offbeat um, just because that's what it's being generated as it's playing instead of have something specifically laid out for that song. Right. So like the tempo might not feel right or something like that. Gotcha. Gotcha. But yeah, Beat Saber feels really good and uh, it's a ton of fun. I spent two hours on like the first track in the game just getting the expert level down. And then like once I finally cleared it for the first time, it felt so good. Did you break a sweat? Uh, yeah, they say you burn about as much as playing tennis in that game or something like that. What? what yeah, what the research is showing. I don't know if I quite that believe that but it's it's because like you have from, to move in tennis yeah there's there's a lot more <laughs> like you have to run back and forth <laughs> you don't just swing the racket yeah i don't know i guess Eric because be tennis offended. has a lot of downtime it kind of evens out does it i mean there are times that you're just standing there waiting for someone to serve it to you i mean sure but like how long does that take i don't i'll admit All i don't know a lot about seconds. tennis sometimes well, ask, man. man sometimes they bounce at like 50 times I'll ask my tennis, my tennis pro buddy to I mean, play guess, it and see like, if it's Presumably you, you have a take a break pro buddy? too. <laughs> oh, he was a tennis pro in college. Okay, you have a tennis pro buddy and you talk to us losers? <laughs> yeah, tennis players are really fucking cool. <laughs> 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 I don't know tennis is. <laughs> the big what else are you playing, Alex? Money? Um, Overcooked. We got back into Overcooked recently because we found a program called Parsec which essentially lets you play local co-op games together with other people across the internet. And um, we basically cleared the whole game of Overcooked. I beat Overcooked in one level. Well, we didn't three-star that last holiday level, if you remember. (laughs) Yeah, but that's... Oh, that is in the base game. It's not DLC, is it? Oh, that's not... It was a free update, so I don't know if it counts or not. Uh, Okay. Um, the game is a freaking ton of fun. Um, I'm really glad Frank was randomly like, "Hey, we should play Overcooked." Because <laughs> I would have never Dude, thought of it again. I it's so much love fun. Overcooked. I'm really and good like at it. you, you've uh, completed the game before, but you were still like, we were still like trying to puzzle out how to do the levels the most efficient way. So it's like, even like repeat plays are is good. Yeah, you can really hone hone that that chef skilling. Oh yeah, and that that one level. Chad was bussing dishes. We just destroyed. Yeah, we got. I'm pretty sure we got more than two times the highest score required. Yeah. Damn. I've been uh, playing it with my girlfriend, and it's very funny uh, hearing her complaints of some of the uh, missions or maps uh, are the same as like when I was playing it with uh, Jake and Kevin and Tim. Like the ice level and all of us just sliding off it. And she's like, God damn it, why is it so slippery? It's just kind of, I don't know, it's a lot of fun. I like the replayability of it. I don't really like the gimmicky levels that much. The, the ones gimmicky with the, levels? the moving platforms that you fall off of? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. or like platforms that that move on their own accord and you can't control them. I, I don't like those ones because then it's like you're efficiency is at the whim of the level it's like ah. luckily on those it seemed like they always made the three star way lower than the rest yeah but those aren't those aren't that fun but, to me no you're right 
Well, it seems like it just kind of takes away from the game. Like that game is all about figuring out how four people can best co- accomplish working together in a single level. And when you have those, no, I just feel like it kind of takes away from that, changes it, makes it more like everybody's kind of running their own solo mission, running back and forth instead of passing things on tables and trying to figure it out as a, as a group. It introduces like a little bit of a random element, which the rest of the levels don't have. Right. What else you been playing? So, uh, Wizard of Legend is a roguelike that I picked up recently. It's um, it kind of got a little bit of a hyperlight drifter feel to it. It's got like the dash and the uh, freaking slashy air slash thing. Slashy air slash thing. Do you mean a sword? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> it's not really a sword. It's like in Wizard oh, of Legend, it it's all spells. Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's just like an air slash. Mm-hmm. It's like it's Avatar. Slashy. It's air like slash Avatar. Thing. Yeah. How how do you like the uh, the sound design for it? I think it's fine. And nothing stood out. I don't think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. No, Wait, but what do you think? You guys are laughing. It's, it's a, I, I like wholly agree with Alex. It's just fine. <laughs> okay. The the reason I ask is uh, apparently one of my coworkers worked with the sound design team for the game. Right. Right. Okay. a fucking shitty job apparently <laughs> yeah it's not bad it's just not it's just like boring and terrible and nobody good. likes it yeah so, so it was it was just one of those things that like he was like yeah you should like totally have the guys on and your podcast and you know talk about <laughs> the sound design of the game and i was like yeah i mean I it was fantastic it, he doesn't listen does he <laughs> You know, no, actually, I actually I'm really sorry, did like the icicles move listen? where it goes out and comes back. <laughs> wow, that sounds good. Someone Wait, probably I'm sorry. does. Brock listens, and to Brock, we thank you. <laughs> Jux is probably uh, in here. Yeah, thanks, so, Jux. We love you. Wizard of Legend. It's like it's got local co-op also. So me and Caleb played a little bit of that local co-op. Um, I played it with Frank a little bit too. It's a lot of fun. You basically can like amass up a whole like tome of spells and swap out like. A handful of them that you take with you and so you're basically trying to find cool spell combinations of like i'm gonna have like an electric punch and like this this freezy beam thing and like a f- spout of fire or something like that i can try to combo together to like knock people off ledges and and kill a bunch of dudes and stuff like that it's really cool and like fast paced like really fast paced um i also started playing slay the spire which Caleb can probably talk more to because he's played a ton of it and I've only played a little bit of it so far. Yeah, both Wizard of Legend and Slay the Spire, Alex bought just randomly and played them. And I was like, oh, I'll try these out on his account. And I played both of them and bought both of them like immediately. Wow. Because they're a lot of fun. Slay the Spire is like a the deck building game, which normally I don't like. Um, but it's a roguelike deck building game. So you're going through this dungeon room by room, fighting enemies and building up your deck. And of you course you like it. Three it's bosses roguelike. in the end or whatever. Yeah. So Have you ever that... played a game that was roguelike and you're like, eh, I don't know. It's okay. Probably. Spelunky. Yeah, Spelunky I wasn't into. All right, fine. Good point. Alex, why'd you have to help him out? <laughs> I'm, I'm a good a trap. friend. But it's got, that, it's got that Binding of Isaac thing that a lot of roguelikes have where you like build up different items and they combo together in really cool ways as you play. So it's it's a lot of fun. I I will say it's I don't find it that hard compared to most other roguelikes. Like my first run, first try ever, I beat the first two bosses. There's only three bosses. 
Maybe you're uh, just very good. Not that. <laughs> You've been playing Binding of Isaac for about 10 years, so like it's about time that paid off. I wish it were a little harder, but whatever. My first run, I died on the first boss, so there. Okay, well, you still made it to the first boss. I did, which I was surprised by. Today, I saw a video of somebody playing that game, and they, they found an infinite loop where they had a card that would give them one uh, energy back and make them draw a card, and they reduced their deck to a point where it was only like five cards. <laughs> and they had a bunch of them, so then they could just keep on drawing the same card and using it over and over again to just kill That's the monster, so whatever dumb. it was. I think I know the one you're talking about. It was really cool to watch. Uh, me and Frank also started playing Battlefield 1 because it was on sale. It's so great that Chad is in all the podcasts. Yeah, no, it's pretty magical. Even when he stopped coming, he's still there. It's like he's here with us. Wait, can Gosh. we go back? Can we go back to talking about big decks? <laughs> sure. Uh, how is Battlefield One? It's okay. Wow! Whoa. All these sounds... games. Are we sponsored by Battlefield now? <laughs> it sounds really good. Yeah. It sounds really good. I'm very bad at it. Maybe the reason why I wasn't that into it. Yeah, I haven't been in a single game where I've won. Mm. Wow, that's wow. And I at this point just, is it just I, like I, I, I just the... get killed. Yeah. Like I'll be running, and then I'll just get, like get sniped or get shot in the. You just Almost, get sniped from everywhere. Yeah, just none of the fights were like, oh, I see the guy that is shooting at me, and I am shooting at him, and one of us is going to win. It's just like I'm running across the, f the battlefield. Wink. Oh, dun, that's dun. where I get the name. I mean, I get it. <laughs> get basically, it just any battlefield game, though. No, I was say, because that like most of them. Because back in like Battlefield Three, Battlefield Four, we used to rip it, dude. We used to fucking keep it tactical. We were sticking to the trees the and shit. Snipers? No, we weren't the snipers. We were going. We were the fucking assault team, going balls deep in enemy territory, dude. I felt like there was no uh, safe space on that map or any yeah, of the maps we played. Any of the maps is just like, oh, you like poke your head up over a berm because all the maps are pretty much flat except for like a couple. Also, and you feel like the only see. people playing that at this point are people who are just in love with that game and have put in so many hours that they're just wrecking people? Uh, Probably like half of them, and then like, I would assume there'd be a fair amount that came in from the sale. Oh, okay. Because it was $20 for the game and then all of the DLC. Wow. Also, also there, except for the sniper class, there isn't a single class where you can get a bolt-action rifle to start with. And the bolt action rifles are really good, and they just give you all these shitty semi-auto ones. <laughs> Who's is any is Alex playing medic? Because oh my god, the lack of bit. medics in that fucking game! <laughs> it's like I'm the one dude running around. I'm like I'm resurrecting half the fucking team here, guys. <laughs> Pick up the slack. Put the machine gun down. Pick up a med kit. It's like everybody, everybody plays sniper. Yeah, and like shoot yeah. somebody in the ass with a needle. Like just because it's not defibrillators. It's just yo, you got a syringe. Seriously? And you resurrect people from. Why the didn't dead they retain after... that technology later into you know the newer version of battlefields? It takes it's, a long it's... time with a freaking defibrillator. We can just shoot somebody from a distance with a needle. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't think you can kill people with an, 
on the enemy team with the needle. You could with the defibrillators. I guess that's true. You still have to go up to the body and like inject them. You can't like oh, okay. throw the needle. This is not like uh, dock and siege it's shooting not dock, from a distance. No. Okay, okay, fine. All Battlefield 1 really makes me want to do is go back and play Battlefield 4. <laughs> um, sweat, you can play Battlefield V. Oh, gosh. VV. Uh, I've been playing a little bit of uh, Binding of Isaac on the Switch. Ooh. Which, yes. I Totally different, right? Totally different. Yep, not at wow. all the same game. Um, it actually is. I, 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 of course, really like that game, uh, but I like playing it on the Switch a lot. I feel like it plays well on the Switch. Um, there's no, Caitlin and I were talking about this the other day, there's no latency, no lag, no frame rate issues. It plays really well. It, the How they used, utilize the touchscreen is, is great. Um, how did they the, utilize the touchscreen? Uh, just sort of the map elements. Um, oh. in order to sort of scroll around the map. Actually, the because um, I, I play it on the DS on occasion, and it's the same. The map is on your lower screen. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you play on the upper screen. Obviously, the Switch version doesn't have that, but... Yeah, it's like a semi-transparent uh, Oh, overlay. nice, okay. So it's kind of like in-game when you hit tab and it just pulls it up. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. Yeah, but this is just a long long touch on the touch screen. That's nice. The one thing I, th- I find funny about this game is playing it mobile is a different experience than playing it at my home computer because most of the time when I'm playing my switch it's on a plane mm-hmm. so the other day I'm playing Binding of Isaac and I'm thinking I wonder what all these people next to me are thinking when they look at my switch because this is not like a normal game just freaking weird it's almost it's like, like that time that's not the Mario <laughs> <laughs> well it's like when I was playing uh, what's that hacking game we got from the bundle at one point Shoot, what's the name of it? Don uh, Hacknet. Hacknet, yes. I was playing Hacknet on an airplane, and I swear the guy right next to me was giving the eye like, uh, <laughs> what are you freaking doing right now, huh? You should so, just anyway. look through and been like, don't worry, it's not you. <laughs> this isn't yours. It's don't not the worry. plane, don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Caleb, what have you been playing? Well, we've talked about Wizard of Legend and Slate Aspire, but I've been playing a lot of those. And I've also been playing uh, One Deck Dungeon, which is uh, originally a board game that they put in Steam. Um, basically, you have different stats that amount to how many dice you get of each one when you roll through it. And you go through fighting room by room a whole bunch of monsters or evading traps and whatnot. And the goal is to get all the way through the dungeon and fight the dragon or whatever's at the end. Um, Dragons or whatever. Would you yeah, say well, there's a dragon, it's like and there's a hydra in a different dungeon. And dragons? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. It's, it's a decent amount like Dungeons and Dragons. I'll say right now, nobody's ever done that concept before, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It definitely plays differently, though. Are, are D20s It's D6 involved? based. No, it's D6 <laughs> based. <laughs> so it's totally different. kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> it's for children, is what I'm it's hearing. It's fun. I don't know that it's terribly replayable, but it's fun. It's like when you roll a one with a D6, you're like, I still did all right. No, it still <laughs> sucks. <laughs> Ones are garbage in that game. Uh, Frank, what have you been playing? A lot of Arma 3. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm surprised, surprised by this. <laughs> yeah. I found a group of dudes to play with. It's about right around 30. We have wow. Ops every weekend, and they're a lot of fun. The server is all uh, modded up 
to be like fine tuned. So it's... I'm assuming hyper realistic. Yes. Yeah, if you get if you get severely wounded, you can be out of the fight for like 20 minutes while a medic who has had like the training to be a medic in that unit is like 6 hours long cuz it's basically a crash course in being an being a fucking medic cuz they simulate like every little piece of shrapnel and all that crap. And it's like they it's a lot of fun. They simulate all all the radios that we used. They use mm-hmm, sort mm-hmm. of a different one, but it's the same concept. Uh, and I think the like direct voice when you're just like not talking in the radio but to each other is a lot better. Like it actually sounds like a, a person is next to you when they're when they're talking. Yeah, because you were telling me that you don't have a radio because you're not like a leader or anything like that. Right, I'm not. A so you just leader. have to use proximity chat. Yeah, so like it, all of the communication that's necessary is is like a lot of fun. Plus they up the audio so like you can't really hear anything when shit gets wild. So it's literally people yelling like fucking run. <laughs> <laughs> and you're playing uh the Zeus mode, right? Yeah. Yeah, so the guy that runs the uh the group, he usually plays Zeus and he's fair, but unforgiving and for people that are not familiar with armor as zeus or whatever it's basically like he plays a dungeon master for a military like game tactical shooter yeah so he plays an rts game placing (laughs) out units and giving them commands while the players go and and tackle whatever mission he's laid out for them it's a lot of fun like there's been a lot of like crazy scenarios that have happened like just one for example, one mission, it was like at night we were running through the or going through the bush, trying to get into this town and take our artillery. And then when we got like halfway there, it was like, oh, we're pretty sure special forces are in the AO. You might want to, uh, you know, be careful and and keep it tight. And then he was like, all right, guys, we got special forces in the wood. And then you just he just drops and you hear a crack of a rifle like a second later. And he was just dead. Uh, thanks for selling that one out. I didn't get it. <laughs> I thought he just got interrupted. I, I, just 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 because <laughs> like it was the fact that he got cut off like mid sentence, mm-hmm. and then all hell broke loose. Was just like it was like in a movie. I was like, holy shit, this is nuts. And if you're dead, you're just out. Like you don't yeah. get to play with them anymore. Wow. Yeah, the rest so, of the five-hour op or whatever. Uh, yeah, for the rest of the op. <laughs> I was thinking we were doing hyper-realistic, where like oh, you get shot like... and you got to go to the hospital for a few months, and you got to go back to your wife, and she's been cheating on you, and you've got to deal with that emotional damage. <laughs> wow. wow. I was thinking like, wow. hyper-realistic. This but dark. You have like we don't PTSD do dogs. And... Yeah, right? Like, go all in. But I guess, I guess that's cool, too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Still, I was we like... still want to have fun. <laughs> yeah, I, the, like one day I was like, Frank, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm doing an armor op. And he's like, I'll probably be done at like five o'clock. I look at the clock, it's like one. I'm like, what the? <laughs> what are you talking about? That's completely backwards from the 30 minute ops we used to do, Frank. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those classic 30 minute ops. <laughs> I mean, I, I nailed it right on the head. I'm pretty sure I logged on at like 5.06. I'm glad you've gotten yeah. better at timekeeping. Yep. <laughs> Jake, how about yeah. you? What have you been playing? 
Yeah, I not not much actually. I guess Overwatch, but I figure Owen's probably gonna talk about that. Um, no, the only other one's kind of Persona, but I, I don't I've think I have anything gosh, else to say about Persona. I've talked about it. You, <laughs> Are you, you still about playing it. Persona? It's a long game. Fucking Christ, dude! Didn't the He's anime the start? One. Yeah, I can talk about the anime. It's yeah. not very good, <laughs> which <laughs> is really sad. disappointing. Like, so. The issue is Persona takes like a hundred hours, and anime is not going to be a hundred hours long. So you gotta like condense like hard. crazy, and so it very much feels like I feel like if you haven't played the game already, the anime is not going to make any sense, and also the animation isn't as good sucks. as in the game. So like, one of the main reasons you wait, watch how an is anime the animation game, not as good as the game? <laughs> they spent a long time making this game, dude. I don't think they shit out this anime in like a month, like. Whatever. It's not very good. But I found another anime that's like Persona that's very good. I was actually telling Caleb about it. It's um To Be Heroine, like a female hero, not like the drug. <laughs> but like it just started. The first episode came out Saturday and it's fucking awesome. This is I wonder what um, To Be Heroine, be... like the drug, would be if it was an anime. It'd be yeah. narrated by Ewan McGregor. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so that's what I've been playing, I guess, is the Persona anime. Owen? Hey! Uh, I've been playing some Overwatch, as Jake said. We've been playing the anniversary event that just started this week. Um, and the anniversary event has been pretty nice, at least I think so, because it has all of the holiday stuff from the past two years uh, as things that you can unlock, as well as the game modes. So you can jump into a game of Lucio Ball or Junkenstein or any of those. So it's kind of nice. I fucking love Junkenstein. Yeah, so now you can. <laughs> Junkenstein's actually awesome. Yeah, so now fun. now you can you can do that for the next two weeks. So that's or three weeks, however long it is. Uh, so when that's you, nice. When you say unlocks, is it like skins? Yeah, everything. Okay. Skin yeah, sprays, okay. voice lines. Uh, yeah, because the all got it, got it, got it. unlockables are like at least the you know seasonal ones or holiday ones are stuck for that specific holiday. Right, and, and this is to, like the only other time you could get it. Yeah, which they didn't do last year for the anniversary thing. So it's kind of nice that they're doing it this time around. It's kind of neat because <clears throat> Dota right now in the compendium, uh, they're going to have a chest, and so I would guess. And basically, that's what they're doing. They're pulling back old sets that they've done in past um, international compendiums mm -hmm. and just bring them back out so that you know people get them if they're at a certain level in their compendium. Neat. I'm gonna get those chests and I'm gonna be like, I already have all this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that just feels like them not wanting to make new content. Uh... Maybe so. <laughs> Actually, what I think is really good about it is, well, because since they have so much content that's event locked, they kind of fell into a trap of like, oh shit, that means we have to do summer games every year. We have to do the same Halloween event every year and the same Christmas thing every year. Because if you drop one, suddenly those skins just aren't around anymore. So by doing this, I feel like they kind of open themselves up to kind of do other things if they wanted to, which is really neat, I think. Yeah, but if you, if you have skins that you can't get anymore doesn't that make them sort of more unique i mean yeah for sure but like you know like if i started playing now and you know they stopped doing summer games or whatever it's like oh i guess i just can't get that skin ever that sucks so you're entitled to that skin? i, <laughs> I mean I, you bought the game it'd be cool if you could at least get it if you had the option so then what other than skill, of course, what what would differentiate you from 
like a person that's playing like since day one. Well, here's the problem: all the <sighs> things are random, anyways. So I fucking mean, yeah. nothing ever. You could open a chest and get the best skin in the game in your first box. Which is what the Brigitte skin right now? Probably, I think. But like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that argument really holds water. Anyway, so yeah, the golden guns kind of do that. Yeah, but they're stupid and I hate them, so let's not talk <laughs> yeah, about Most them. of the golden guns don't look good. Most of them look worse than the base guns, so that's neat. That's, that's a fun true. feature they added. Anything else, Owen? Uh, been playing Overcooked, as I said. Uh, that's been a lot of fun. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I've really been playing through. Oh, right. Uh, I did um, <laughs> the Pokemon, Do- uh, Pokemon Go Community Day event last weekend. Pokemon Do, um, which for those that I, I have the year last it, year, right? Yeah. Not last year, year before, <laughs> two years ago. Yeah. Um. It, for for those that that missed like the last time I talked about it, it's basically just a uh they they release a shiny variant of a Pokemon, a specific move set for that Pokemon if you evolve it um during that time, and then it just spawns everywhere for like three hours on one day each month, and they'll they'll let everybody know they're like, hey. Community day is going to be this day, you know, meet up, do your thing. Uh, it's going to be at this time frame, and then people just meet up and do things. I was with about three, four hundred other people down in DC doing it. Um, That's yeah, more so, than I would expect. Oh, we DC has the third or fourth largest Pokemon Go community uh, for like a city plan, and like those were ju- that was just like the dc proper because the group that we like the the dc group is teamed up and had other like it like the main event that they host happens at the smithsonian castle and like around the the national mall but they had a group of a couple hundred people over in rockville and then for like the maryland players and then they had another group that was in arlington that was another couple hundred players there's there's a lot of people that play pokemon go clearly yeah but it's fun and uh there there are dozens of us there's there's (laughs) tons of us uh it's a lot of fun i enjoy playing and walking around and finding shiny variants of pokemon and meeting new people and like uh the, the when we go up to Boston next year for PAX, uh, one of the people I play with is currently moving up there uh, next weekend. So they were just like, "Hey, when you come down for PAX, come hang out. Like, I'll let you know where all the good bars are. You know, if you need anything, just let me know, and I'll set you and your friends up." So we have an open invitation to uh, grab some beers with some locals when we uh, head up to Boston next. Okay. Just as long as Danny is buying everyone. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. Uh, what a year yeah. what a great year <laughs> for so many reasons anyways uh so let's jump on to other things we wanted to talk about video game wise um one big i guess i don't know if any of us have actually played this in the past but runescape being up oh, for death, 17 man. years is finally on, shutting man. down yep um tell me you haven't played runescape you never played everybody's played runescape i have not played runescape i mean you you are outside the age range being like 40 or whatever (laughs) (laughs) yeah frank he's 49 (laughs) yeah 
Oh, gosh. Hey, you do hit a new decade tomorrow, though. I do hit a new decade tomorrow. Oh, you're turning 50? <laughs> 50! Congrats, buddy. New half set tomorrow. Um, yeah, so it's been up, server's been up for 17 years. Yeah. Uh, finally shutting down. I, I don't the know classic when the date servers. actually is. Yeah. Because apparently they like updated it at some point, and I don't know, I haven't played in forever. Uh, but the RuneScape that you knew and love, and you played when you were in like middle school on your science computer lab, is uh, gonna be gone. August but they did 6th. actually make a, a much better, actual good version of it. Yes. <laughs> that I haven't. Played. I remember when I was in middle school, I had a bot that you assigned like a color. And it would pick the color and like automatically attack that thing on the screen. What? So like you would highlight the color for a rat, and you would be in this room, and the rats would just spawn, and it would just automatically kill rats oh for hours and hours. Oh my gosh, that's so <laughs> that's such a good bot. What the fuck was that? <laughs> See, I always just like I would start telling my guy to like hit something, and then I would do a math problem, and by the time I was done the math problem, whatever I was hitting was dead, and then I would click the next thing. And then I'd go do another math problem. It Wait, sounds like a such second. a fun game. It does. Yeah, no, I love were, it. You guys were playing this game in school? Oh, yeah. It was dude. a browser oh, game. It, it, was, yeah. it was so hot for like two months. It was the hottest <laughs> shit since sliced bread. Wow. Even the jocks were like, bro. Dude, our school blocks like... Rootscape? Everything. Blocked everything. Couldn't do anything. Oh, no. We used, like, proxy servers. So we yeah, you just used proxies. Yeah. What are you doing? This was back we in the day. We, we, didn't have to, we didn't have to do I, that. Guys, I was One around for the start of computers, okay? Oh, yeah. Back in the 50s. Remember? Yeah, back in the <laughs> yeah. 50s. Okay. Gosh. Come on. discovered electricity. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, gosh. You, you and know, Edison actually, are buds, I, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I listened to a uh, podcast, 99% uh, Invisible, they did about when The Sims Online shut down. And the there whole was cast a Sims Online? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they just call that Second Life, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a Sims Online. You should go listen to it. It's only like 25 minutes long. It's really good. And basically, it's about how this like community of people who had, like, it was a fairly small community, and they had grown to the point where like they knew everything about everybody's sort of lives they were friends they spent you know countless hours online and then they were going to shut down the server and everybody was like freaking out like you know what what am i going to do i have to go outside ew. you know see sunlight exactly ew it's gross right but it's just interesting because that's been like such a very important part of their life and all of a sudden that's like nothing more it's like just entering a new era you know it's, it's like, like taking... when you when you turn 50 when you mm. were 49 right? it's like when you take dodo away from alex <laughs> it's like who even is he? Uh, um, a person so with I, good grades, probably. <laughs> that's true. I'm telling you, man, you need to go back and check my GPA check versus when I started playing GPA. Dota. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Uh, also, outside of RuneScape, um, we've been using this service called Parsec recently. I don't know who wants to talk about this. I can. Um, Go for it. We saw it. We saw it back at PAX East. It was on like their big, whatever that book is called. But the PAX book, yeah, yeah, the no, PAX book. Yes, it's on the back called. of the PAX yeah. book. But recently, Alex and I were playing Wizard of Legend separately, and we we're like, "Oh, like this game's got local co-op." And then I was like, "Oh wait, we can try that Parsec out that we never tried." So we downloaded it and tried it out. It works so well. It like seamlessly integrates multiple people all using their own controllers, which is really awesome. 
Uh, and it it's it works really well. The only person who managed to break it somehow was Aaron. Mm. Yeah, but I'm the guy who has like all kinds of like weird computer issues. You're telling me that? I know you and I both. I swear <laughs> we could write a book about the, weird the blue one screens. that has a graphics card that constantly lights on fire. Hey, yeah, ca- I caught on fire once. There's a big difference in constant and once. No, mine's it like super obscure. Mine's like that it's happened once is concerning. Mine's like if I empty my trash can, then my browser window shuts and my computer shuts off. <laughs> weird stuff like that. Is that like a static electricity issue? It's, oh, it's, my, it's like my switch waking sorry, up and going back I mean to sleep like over emptying my recycle bin on my computer, not my trash can oh, on my floor. I thought you literally made the trash can on the floor. I go like paint a wall and then like, no, no. It's something directly related to the desktop, my friend. That makes more sense. Reinstall Windows, bro. Yeah, well, I've tried that several times. I it swear, hasn't solved af- the problem. After a while, Windows just has like weird ghosts in it and you just got to reinstall it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all Provoxy. Because uh, it's, so, it's yeah. not Linux based. The the interesting thing in Parsec, there were several of these, um, I guess, I multiplayer creating local co-op into online multiplayer systems at PAX. Yeah, yeah I mean, tried we've tried some in the past. We tried Moon, Moonlight, I think it's called. Maybe yeah. Yeah. Moonlight. yeah, Moonlight. And we tried the um, NVIDIA GeForce one. NVIDIA yeah. Share, I think it's, it's called. Super Share, limited. That's right. Well, Moonlight is actually just through their technology. It's utilizing NVIDIA Share to play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah. does. It the browser version didn't use it. I'm pretty sure it piggybacks mm-hmm. on that. I don't know. We had troubles with basically all the ones that we tried that aren't Parsec. Parsec works f- almost flawlessly. Parsec, we started it up. We hit the button to join each other, and it just worked straight away. Yep. I didn't have to forward ports. We didn't have to change any settings. I just it clicked just a button worked. on my controller, and up it came on the screen. Wonderful. I don't trust it. The only thing I changed was, <laughs> like, Caleb said it looked a little grainy or something, so I actually just upped the resolution it was streaming at. That's, like, mm-hmm. all I changed. And there is almost no latency whatsoever. It is so fast. I had a little grainy really on mine, too, I noticed. Well, once all three of us connected to Alex, it got a little grainy. Need to upgrade that internet, Alex. <laughs> yeah, I have gigabit, though. Need to get that upload <laughs> speed up higher. The problem is, I think it was just like load balancing for a lower end connection. Because if you look in the settings, the max speed it can be set to is 30 megabit. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I wonder if it was limiting the bit rate to 30 megabit total. Across the board, yeah. There's also that weird audio attenuation issue, but I don't know that that was Parsec. I think it had to do with maybe some other stuff going on. I mean, really, the nice part about this is all of the games we complain about all the time being only local couch co-op. We can kind of resolve that issue at this point. Yeah. We can play Overcooked together like we did. Yeah. It was actually funny. When we first started, I forgot that we had one issue, which was Caleb could hear himself from Mumble. Because it's just sending all my audio over. And it had a setting in the app for that to, like, block the echo. But it actually just launched a, like, file telling you how to install virtual audio cable and, like, (laughs) separate out the audio. (laughs) Yeah, That's great. They're like, oh, I already have this set up. Let me just follow these instructions. Uh, Additionally, uh, Bridge Crew is getting a DLC. Um, 
for the next Damn. generation. Did yes. we finish that game? Was there more to that? Or did we, we just play not, it once and walk away forever? We played once and walked away forever, and I'm very sad about Love it. Love it. That's yeah, classic. That so uh, the next generation DLC they're getting, um, they're adding in the Romulans and the Borg, which I'm super That's excited about because nice it's the Borg. Borg. Yeah. Um, also, two new mission tra- uh, new mission types. They're going to do a patrol mission and a resistance mission. Mm-hmm. And they have a new role called Operations. So... Yeah, they've actually... Is is that like you play Surgeon Simulator in the back while everyone else is on a mission? (laughs) Because that sounds dank. I like how Bridge Crew didn't sell well and wasn't doing well, so they're like, hmm, let's take out this voice stuff, like the voice commands, because Mm -hmm. we have to pay for that. And now they're like, hmm, but let's also make a DLC for it. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. They took out the voice commands? Yeah, Yeah. it's not in it anymore. Because they had to pay for the service. For IB, for, I think it was IB, I think they're using IBM. They also released it for non VR. I, I saw, and then they oh, said really? that you can crossplay like VR and non VR. Probably helps a lot, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the most important change is that you get to be on the other bridge, though the bridge from the next generation. Yes, that's the here's, best part. Here's the like real the whole question. environment changes. Can you still just point at people? <laughs> that was the probably best that was the best part. Yeah. Hey you, pointing you! in the air and then pointing at people. <laughs> probably it spent like thirty good. minutes just pointing at each other. It was pretty magical. I kind of like sure when did. someone walked out of their like zone and suddenly their arms got like super long. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that. Yes, like stand up. We were just chair, like, but you're still pointing. <laughs> We were just like waiting for some. It was just me and Jake while we were waiting for you guys or something, and we were just pointing at each other, and dying laughing. It was very fun. It's like uh, Sea of Thieves when we just pointed the map at each other for a while. Yeah. Hey, look! Right, hey, look. so fun. You know, it's uh, you probably can't do that with the non-VR version. So wow, you gotta buy a VR headset for the good experience. <laughs> um. Additionally, uh, video game wise, we've been talking about Dota 2's uh, international and the compendium and prize pool and stuff. Um, which right now it's it's I think I I just checked earlier today, but it's like ten million dollars, which is far ahead of where it normally has been. Uh, and oddly enough, Alex, did you notice that they're awarding people battle pass points if it surpasses the vo- the volume of last year, and then another set of battle pass points if it goes over thirty million? What the heck? Yeah, but it's. <laughs> Not that many in the grand scheme of things. I mean, no, it's five five levels. The, I think they're giving you like five levels if we pass thirty million dollars, which is only twenty five percent of what we put into it. Volvo's making so much money. Yeah, seriously. However, uh, they are going to be surpassed soon. I don't know how much this is actually going to completely go to their competitive funding, but. Fortnite is putting on a competitive tournament and their total prize pool I don't know if it's their prize pool but it's like 100 million dollars. Holy. It's the so fuck. total prize pool across the 2018-2019 season. Okay. Yeah, so I was I went and read that article after a while and it's yeah. not one tournament that's 100 million. It's for the whole season. Right. So I wonder how I find much funny this article says that they want the game to be more focused on the joy of playing and watching the game and that's why they're doing this. It what? seems to me that putting that much money into it is going to make it less focused on the joy of playing the game and more focused on, hey, I want to win a bunch of money. Yeah, I'm so glad that, you know, all these, you know, sports playing people and esports people with with skills that like just really help out humanity <laughs> in so many ways make so much more money. 
then people hey, would actually help humanity. Talk Dude, about are we going to dunk on esports players though? Yeah, when like NFL players have existed for <laughs> yeah. ever? No, I'm not. I'm not dunking on just esports. I'm talking like sports too. Just the whole yeah. thing. Do you know? Do you know anything about like um, social media stuff? Like uh, never even heard of it. The branding I, I, deals I that they get. I went on Facebook once. <laughs> I was I was listening to a podcast today, and the, the dude said that he had an offer for it was like three Instagram posts, three tweets, and um, three callouts in a YouTube video, and it was eighty thousand dollars. Is what that what he's gonna fuck? get paid? Jeez. Guys, we should start a social media thing. You guys want to start a podcast? <laughs> Wait, don't we already do that? I don't think so. And if no. we do, it's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Our sponsors deals just by uh, what, like Dollar Shave Club? Yeah, Dollar Shave Club for when you want to <laughs> shave. Maybe, maybe if we start just advertising for, for free, they'll just eventually yeah, pay us. Yeah, let's demonstrate how good we are. Caleb, advertise something. <laughs> <laughs> no. Shit. <laughs> Perfect. We just lost our sponsor. I mean, I already talked about how good Parsec was. That's good. Yeah, yeah. kind of. They need to give us money now. Kind of. <laughs> this is how it works. I'm See, yeah. yeah, no. Now we just send this to Parse, and you're like, yeah, hey, yeah. Look money, what we did. please. I'm sure that's how that works. Oh, we're talking about esports. Did I ever tell you guys that Danny, one of Danny's friends, got hired by an esports team to just stream for them? What? Like they hired him, moved, flew him out, and moved him to California, and they pay him to just stream League of Legends. Wait, I don't understand. That's like, stupid. Like he's play? streaming them playing? No, he's streaming himself playing. Is he on the but team? For their team? For their team. Does he play on their team? He's not on their professional team. I don't team. understand how this <laughs> helps so them. I don't know. But that's the thing. That, I think he got hired by Cloud9. I Why right. did he have to move to California to stream on the Because internet? that's where their team was. Who? He's they, not he wanted, on the team. He wanted them, they wanted them, <laughs> him with the team, like living with the team. Oh. Is he like a, a spirit animal? I like think he's there. I like think he had them? like the potential to be on the team at some point, but primarily understand. he was just streaming what, for the team. I'm what so confused how people make money fool. these days. <laughs> like it was like, oh, we gotta get this kid. We gotta get him streaming. Streaming's hot these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, boss, we'll, we'll, we'll get him. And then he's just like, yeah, fly him out to here. I don't know, man. Uh, but it's gotta be here. This can't be done online. This has gotta be done in person. Needed it's me. Got, we we need we need him here. I need to shit on him at least once a day. <laughs> the job <laughs> the job is to stream on Twitch, but there's a no telework policy. <laughs> perfect. Oh man. So uh, back to the competitive funding because I can't deal talking about people who I have no idea how they're making money that way. That's ridiculous. Um. Fortnite competitive funding. You said it's a hundred million dollars over the entire duration of their the like, season. Okay, probably like a year or something. Probably a right? year. I wonder how that compares to other prize pools. So it's not, talked I mean, about we, it in this. Overwatch is supposed to in their first you know year of Overwatch League is supposed to have a total prize pool of like three and a half million. Okay, and then Dota's total prize pool was like forty five million from twenty seventeen. What about what? League though? Leagues isn't very big, I don't think, or hasn't been the day until that they're the like, most hey. recent one, I think. Didn't they did a little bit of like crowdfunding for the most recent one, right, Jake? Yeah, you're oh, you asking the, the rest wrong of us. guy. You're still gonna know we, better we than most of the rest of us. We That's looked it possible. up two weeks ago. It was like okay, no, four and a half million or something for the uh, like their international tournament or whatever their major tournament is called. Okay. What they were selling to crowdfund though was just like 
I think it was just like a set or something like that. It's not like anything as extravagant as the Battle Pass. Right. But I thought they did something. So, like, Valve makes like but, yeah. a shit zillion dollars off that Battle Pass thing. You oh, know? so much, dude. How are people yeah, not upset much. about that? Mm-hmm. Like, it feels kind of bullshit. Because they give away games for a dollar? I mean, they do, like, the game is free. But I guess Fortnite's free. So is League of Legends. I guess League of Legends is free. I don't know, it's Valve. I guess yeah, we're all but... just hopeful that they're just going to eventually bring out Half-Life 3. I mean, it's like just buying things in like the store like um cosmetic items in the store i don't think it's essentially what, what you're paying is. for okay it's but okay don't explain you... it i don't care <laughs> no you're paying for more exclusive stuff right but it's, it's essentially just cosmetic payments okay like so buying, it's just it's like, like, like you bought a whole bunch of loot boxes in overwatch where valve doesn't pocket 100 percent right. of the money right well, they only pocket 75 okay. percent of it so some amount of it goes to How the people noble. winning competitive tournaments <laughs> Well, and all this stuff costs so much money to make, you know, materials, yeah, so materials. Oh, wait, there are none. Yeah, this Except is probably why like, they haven't made Half-Life Hey, we need sets like, for, we need we sets for the Battle Pass this year. Artists, like, make some stuff or something and submit yeah, it to us. We might Stop include some of yours. two hats for a day. Make us, like, two Dota 2 skins <laughs> and we'll make a fuck zillion dollars. <laughs> What's amazing I mean, they're is a ten million dollar prize pool, so that means they made like forty dollars, forty million dollars at this point. God, no, thirty, thirty for them. How do well, I they made thirty. There, forty dude. total is what we paid in, or something. I mean, last year they made just on the international, they made seventy-five million dollars just for putting out a com- a digital booklet that gives people skins that were aren't those. I mean, those aren't all created by Valve. They're just hiring artists that they find. I'm assuming posted in the workshop. They're like, yeah, that makes sense. Get this guy to make uh, something that's like an immortal. Yeah, that's not counting seat sales, which were like three hundred dollars last year. That's not counting uh, sponsorship deals that they do on their streams, advertising money from Twitch, all that stuff. They made a little bit of money. Fine. They have they have important things to work on, like yeah, you know, a card game, video game, hats, (laughs) and hats. Gotta get more hats, man. Hats. Oh, Jake, you'll play anything with hats. Probably. Yeah. Uh, anything else in video games before we move on? Okay. Perfect. I wanted to talk a little, uh, real quickly. Two things. Number one, um, in board game realm, PAX Unplugged tickets went on sale last week. Two weeks ago? Last week? I don't know. I think two weeks ago. Uh, regardless, we got tickets. We're excited. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, if we you are. are a board gamer and you want to go to a board game convention in the United States that is not just absolutely overrun with people in Indianapolis, uh, then you can come to Philadelphia and go to PAX Unplugged because it's great. This episode brought to you by PAX Unplugged. Hey, yeah, yeah. we did it. Good job, everyone. <laughs> All right, maybe they'll give us some money. Money, yeah, please. This is going good. <laughs> oh, we already <laughs> bought our tickets. We, we no, did the order shoot. wrong. Yeah, we should try to get tickets from them. Dang it. Maybe we can still get them and like, sell them on eBay. Mm. Hasn't Owen said like it's not that hard to get media badges? Oh, he it has is ridiculously that. easy. Like we could honestly get Didn't free we media badges. I try to do that for packs and fail. All we have to do, yeah, but for unplugged is like so easy though. Yeah, I'm probably gonna apply for them for unplugged. We'll see if we can get some. Yeah, tell them yeah. we plugged them. Then we have to like, money, please. My, my do friend, I know that, that's right. Then we'd have to do things. 
That's the thing. Yeah. You guys can have the media badges. I'll just go to back. I'll, I'll talk to people. I'll talk I'm going to come interview you, Caleb. When we get a media badge, I'm just going to come talk to you. prove that we didn't I'm do just going to like say a few words, like a, a word every to every response. You know? I guess that's true. They're like looking at our, our website, like posted content and our social Probably. media posts after packs. And they're like, hey, these guys didn't do anything. <laughs> Charge their credit cards again. Nah. That's not how that works, but yeah, no, we can definitely reach out, and I'd like to. I mean, I interviewed the Hands of Fate guys uh, last year, and that was really cool. Did that go up anywhere? Uh, well, yes, it went on my friend's podcast that I interviewed them for. <laughs> Freaking wow! <Alan>. Trey. Hey, <laughs> get him on hey, podcast. Oh. He's done. <laughs> I'm on. just saying. Take him out here. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, I think we should do that. Plus the other nice benefit is that because if you, you know, review stuff and interview people and stuff like that, they'll give you set media times that you can just like waltz on up and they'll have like the game set up for you to play. And then you can try it out instead of waiting and hovering over people's shoulders and everything. Oh no, it feels like we'd have to acknowledge that we're like a real podcast, not just a bunch of idiots <laughs> with mics. Well, you know, we, we do do stuff. With we do it without media badges. We always have a pre-podcast and a post-podcast where we discuss yeah, all sorts a, of different companies' things. Rambly nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> but see, that's the thing is, we could do that same rambly nightmare and just get free stuff for it. That does sound better. <laughs> yeah. We yeah, we legitimately do not involved. have to change a single thing we do. Except for level of effort. Yeah, we should be able to change something, but it's okay. I'm really oh, hoping gosh. Unplugged doesn't suffer from the same thing East does, where the years following suck because they get repeated games constantly. Mm. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. You know, I don't think that occurred until the re recent years in PAX East. Alex Dude, and I went, and year, then there were like, so many repeated second games. year was terrible. Year three was back to good, though. Yeah, year three like, was I good felt again. like year three was probably one of the best years we had. And then right. it's been kind of on and off, especially this, not this year, but the year before. There were so many games that were exactly the same. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I was tired of seeing We Happy Few, but I had an expectation <laughs> that they were going to be there. Hey, it's going to come out soon, I think. Probably. Uh -huh. You think? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't... It, I, we'll see. Hopefully it, hopefully it continues to be what it was, because I think it was better than PAX East. Uh, additionally, I wanted to ask you guys, you played replayed your round of pandemic legacy oh we're very bad at that game <laughs> <laughs> we, we lost, lost so, so hard so hard Brendan yeah we didn't care anything oh wait who was in it the first time or did you only play three players just the three time? of us first we time. Played okay. when so you ruined the game did you buy a new one brendan <laughs> we no, did not we buy, buy a new one, one. we just didn't okay. we reused the stickers carefully peered the stickers off how do you have enough stickers left we, we, we reuse the stickers. Okay. Well, Listen with your ears. Yeah. yeah. Listen. Uh, how, I mean, how poorly did you lose? Very. Quiet. It was pretty bad. Zero things cured. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, we cured nothing. What happened? The Middle East. Oh, yeah. The same freaking city kept on epidemicing like over and over again. Like a rip. I'm so sorry. We tried. Yeah. <laughs> That's sad. I mean, at least you get some more um, funding for next attempt. Yeah, and we, yeah. we do get to try January again, I guess, is the month we were on. Yeah. yeah. So we get to try that again if we ever try again. We don't just go home and cry. 
And we have an extra research station in one of the problem areas. So yeah, and hopefully we can do it nice. without Brendan this time, so we actually have a chance at winning. <laughs> wow. I, yeah, because we won so well the first time. Well, we almost kind of did, depending <laughs> on your definition of winning. The game, it's I, I really enjoy it. We've played um, twice now. We've won both times. Just rub it in. That's fine. Pretty swiftly, yeah. actually. He probably wow. actually, no fun. The second now, game huh? we played, we didn't get a single outbreak. We finished wow. it. And yeah, but we're at the point where we have zero funding. So if anything goes wrong, we're basically screwed month three. I bet you're forgetting rules. We're not forgetting <laughs> rules. Are are you putting, I bet you're are playing you not me, epidemic I live cards with in. two of the biggest rule Nazis I've ever met in my life. Yeah, except for every time I play a game with any of them, they always discover that they're doing it wrong. <laughs> that is one game specifically. Yeah, it's every Illimat. time we've played Illimat. Freaking Illimat. God, I love playing Okay, were, you were around when we were playing Harry Potter, right? <laughs> yeah, I was around when they were playing Harry Potter. We freaking sat there for hours discussing how rules were actually not the way they thought they were. And then, oh, they were the way they thought they were. But then they weren't the way they thought they were again. And then looking up online from the stinking director of the game of what oh he said God. to clarify what this rule actually meant and all this crap. See, but the, most of the time no. that's because it's not in the booklet. Like that's that's where they get confused. If it's something that's written down, I'm telling you, they will not forget it. But if it is not in the booklet, if it's like a complex, like this interaction happens because of the way the phrasing is on the card, most of the time they'll just be like, all right, we'll just play it this way then because that makes the most sense to us. Until I go look it up online and then I get yelled at because I find the game developer and he says, oh, you should do it this way. Is and it I too late for me wrong. to unbuy PAX Unplugged tickets? Explain <laughs> 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 games sounds miserable. Oh my god. You know, they could learn something from Stuff Fables. Just put all them QR codes in the booklet and <laughs> yeah, you're good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, every time they play. I sh is that right? Shane, I should buy Stuff Fables? Yeah. Do you like that game? I mean, it's a pretty, good, it's a pretty a good board game. It's a pretty good board I'd game? I'd say. Yeah. Maybe like the best board game of all time. I mean, probably. We are going to have to have a discussion because I don't. I mean, maybe it's because I've only played the first level like five times, but I'm really not seeing it. Have you played it multiple times, the first yes. level? Oh. You, me, Alex, Brendan. You, me, Margaret Angela. That's at least well, hey, two. Next I think it might Tuesday, just be those two, but if still. you want to play the next step, we took photos of all of our cards. I'm going to be out again. We'll play Stuff Fables. <laughs> And, but this I mean, time, we're all going to drive to different locations, and then we're going to eat close to Caleb's house, and we're going to drive the cars back to your house to play Oh, the board I game. like this idea. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. not my fault. Somebody's Perfect. phone just decided to suck that day. Yeah, what the heck, Alex? Okay. Which messed up, like, half the plans. That couldn't have been what screwed up everything. It was part pretty, of the problem. Pretty much, it was, probably, yeah. it was all you. Just own it. I mean, <laughs> it, it came to the point where I called you because you weren't responding, and you were like, yeah. Well, you I'd... tried to call me, but the regular call didn't work, right? Yeah, so I used uh, FaceTime audio. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, this phone was jacked, man. No, I have a better idea. Let's not invite Alex next time. That <laughs> might be a good what? idea. Hey, yeah. can, can, can I get invited Brandon this time? Instead. Can mm. I come? We're full. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. Woo. We didn't invite Burns. Brendan either. He's not in the channel. It's okay. We don't Jacob have Jacob McSavage. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's John uh, McSavage. Yeah, Let's please. Let's move on from board games. Talk about the last couple things we have on our list here. Um, number one, Alex, you recently watched The Graduate, but Brendan's not in here, so he can't comment on how great this movie is. I mean, it Brendan wouldn't be commenting. But it's so it would, good. It would, it would just be like orgasm sounds. <laughs> What's The Brendan Graduate? Brendan says it's like in his top films of all time. It's a 1967 film. Um, oh. a, 
What's about? the entire soundtrack? What's the song I remember when it came out. Oh, I mean, yeah, I was you were there. there. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, um, you might have missed Owen saying that, but the whole soundtrack's done by Simon and Garf- Garfunkel. Yep. Yeah, what's oh, the ending song that everybody references? Mrs. Robinson? Yeah, Miss Robinson, that's right. Right, right. Um, yeah, and I, I'd never seen it before, but now there's like so many things that I can see that like are referenced in other places and films and pop culture and stuff like that. Like this is, it's a really influential movie, it seems like. And uh, I don't know, it seems like it uh, kind of spawned what you would see as today's like modern romantic drama type stuff. So is The Graduate like the name of the superhero or is that like <laughs> when he gets his powers? Like which hero is it about? No, it's an origin story. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. It's like the Nick Fury when he graduates from yeah. Nick Fury school. <laughs> Nick Fury school? Yeah. He, he has a school named after him. It's a school where you learn how to wear an eye patch. <laughs> It's intriguing that he just went to Nick Fury school. <laughs> what a weird coincidence. Being the person it was named after. <laughs> That's why he picked it. Actually. He was the first. Like, oh, dude, he found it. Pick. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. Move on, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> is it just homeschooling? That's what Nick Fury school was, isn't it? It's just how homeschool. Yeah, he just sat in a room and was like, yeah, I'm pretty cool. <laughs> He willed himself uh, into existence. Classic. I'm going to make the Avengers initiative to dunk on all the bullies that made fun of me in high school. <laughs> Especially the one that pulled hey, that eye out. And he's just going to be like, hey, Kenneth, remember me? <laughs> That's how Infinity Wars ends, by the way. <laughs> it's a pretty Spoiler. touching moment. Uh, on to other stuff. Um, Rock on the Range, I assume this is That's Owen. Me. No, it's me. It's Jake. What? Yeah, it's, wow. I went to a metal festival last weekend, and it was really? great. Yeah. Um, so I know that's not really what this podcast is about, and I don't think anyone else listens to metal, so I won't like go on too long, but I had like a list. I wanted to do like my top three, if Please that do. works. Please do. Who I think it is one of them, who I think it is. I wasn't going to do bands. I was going to do things about the festival, oh, but okay, yes, okay. Baby Metal was also awesome. <laughs> okay uh so number one uh so it's a pretty big festival i think it's the biggest rock festival in north america and so the crowd gets kind of huge and just Mm -hmm. standing in the crowd and watching like what i can only assume to be parents come out from the depths of the crowd looking just like traumatized (laughs) (laughs) just like they've been wronged somehow they're like scared and sweaty and just like shoving their way out like get me (laughs) out of here it's amazing uh and then number two uh do we all know what a mosh pit is if i say that yeah cool Uh, just making sure so when a crowd surfer comes across the crowd and it's coming towards a mosh pit Sometimes hmm. the mosh pit just stops, runs to the side, grabs them, carries them all the way across, pushes them onto the crowd, and then resumes moshing. That's Way so great. Oh what? It's so cool. I need to see this. <laughs> like, I've never seen just, like, pure chaos turn into structured order so fast and then break apart immediately. <laughs> it's a sight to behold. And then my third favorite thing is when a crowd surfer comes up to a mosh pit and they don't see them right away, and they just fall flat into the mosh pit. Oh, yeah. And yes. everyone just stops and looks at them and is like, ooh, that looked painful. 
Yeah, there are uh, many times when I've gone to shows that there is the uh, crowd surfer and they are unfortunately going towards the group of like 14 year old girls and you just see them going for it. And you're like, oh, this is going to end badly because it's just like a sinkhole that they don't see coming. And then just bam, straight down they go. What kind of you know, shows think... are you at that there's just like groups of 14 year old girls, Owen? <laughs> Wasn't going to say it, but yeah, there it is. <laughs> a lot of pop punk shows like Warp Tour and that shit like that. Out. It's yeah. for small girls. Yeah, you know, I feel like as the as the the music gets more metal, the mosh pits get bigger and bigger with the exception of ska. Somehow, oh. I feel like they always take the crown for how crazy their mosh pits get. Because they got a skink, man. You got to pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. It's ridiculous. I, mean, we had, I, was, weird. I was in a tent one time. We were listening to the ska band. This guy climbed up a pole and then just jumped. <laughs> like, 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 cool story. It's bro. like ground <laughs> below him and he just jumped. Who was it? I don't know. Uh, Who's a guy? Some if you dude knew the John, I meant dude. Who, who was performing. Oh, uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. It's a long time ago. This is like 2006 Cornerstone Festival. So like really this is like 1986 streetlight street yeah probably streetlight if I had to guess <laughs> yeah let's just really get no. ska bands this will be fun we'll do this for the rest <laughs> of the podcast sublime no I went to Warp Tour one year and I caught my friend as they passed out in the middle of the crowd <laughs> wow and well, we had to bring her to like the medical tent and like get her hydrated and stuff I think she had like some sort of dehydration issue i mean that makes sense oh it's five iron frenzy that's who it was that was my next guess we should have mm, kept playing yes. i would have gotten it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. real big fish yeah. was there too see i've uh i've caught people from passing out but the dehydration was mainly because of the ecstasy that they were on wow great i can confirm <laughs> that was not the case in this can you how sure are, are you, you? sure <laughs> I, yes, like I mean, was she ni- on some sort ni- of anti-depressant? Ninety-nine percent, no. <laughs> it wasn't like that. Uh, was it Skrillex you went and saw in DC? Or who was it you went and saw? Oh my god, no. that sounds amazing. Uh, Porter Robinson. Porter Robinson. Oh wow, freaking just drugs and lights everywhere. What's going on? Yo, yeah, Alex, and if, freaking... if Skrillex comes, can we go? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It'd <laughs> be weird. I've, I'm like so awkward at concerts. It's so weird. Um, I mean, you're awkward. Normally, I was gonna say that's so. such a change for you. So that's, that must be weird. Great. Yes. Wow. You just, I actually yeah, I got into Porter favor. Robinson a little bit. You have, to, you have to let me loosen up a little bit at the start of the event. I'll just be like stiff and in the corner somewhere. So you're that like prepo that like yeah. slowly over time his body just begins like moving more and more and more. Yeah. And it's like this much. really weird dance, and he like stares at you across the mosh pit while he's doing it. <laughs> right. I can yeah. see you doing all of this. And then the the that, fun part no about Porter laugh. Robinson, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> fun part about Porter Robinson was um, one of the guys that we went with decided to go drink out of the free water container that was like just open, open to the air. Ooh. I was like, that that's a bad idea. And then he felt very <laughs> funny afterwards. I was Weird, like, yeah. hmm. 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 surprised. Yeah, Weird. So, so Jake, back to your list. You said one thing. I said he that said, was three. Yeah, he said three. He, he went through his yeah, Where were you? I've been I've been busy looking up the name of Five Iron Frenzy and other things, clearly. <laughs> but Baby Metal was great, right? That's the that's Dude, the okay. They had my favorite moment of the whole festival. So oh, Baby wow. Metal is a Japanese metal band with three <laughs> pop idols and a metal band. It's they're really cool. I really <laughs> like them. They were there. But so like usually 
when like the lead singer like wants the crowd to make a mosh pit, they'll be like, oh, open up a fucking mosh pit, rah! And it's like, <laughs> yeah, okay, cool, got it. But like, they're like, not like that really. So I was like, this is going to be interesting. So like the lead singer, I guess, just like walks out with a like super serious expression on her face, walks up to the front of the stage, puts her hands together, extends them in front of her, and then just spreads them apart. And right in front of me, just <laughs> mosh pit just opened right up. It was amazing. Wow. It's just like freaking Mob Psycho 100. The Pretty crowd. much. It was, <laughs> it was a sight to behold. It was a lot of fun. That's cool. That seems like so not like you, but I'm glad you went to a, a giant freaking concert series. Yeah, thanks. Second I guess. in a row, right? Yeah, uh, not in a is... row. I missed last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, Metallica was there last year, and so by the time I realized tickets were on sale, they were sold out. Uh, uh, of course. Yeah, so that sucked, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, moving on to a couple other things. The Black Fleet trilogy. I have no idea who even put this in here. That was me. Of course. Yeah, so there's a book series called The Black Fleet Trilogy. The first book is called Warship. It's a really good trilogy. It's followed by another trilogy called The Expansion Wars. It's military sci-fi. Check it out. <laughs> you sound space. So I wasn't expecting space. <laughs> Did we at least get paid by them? Someone paid us, right? <laughs> I like it it's was future combat. Yeah. Type stuff. It's yeah, it's like space future wars. yeah, future like spaceships and it goes really in depth into like it's like yeah in space space battles are like three days of waiting while you're flying across the star system and then like five seconds of actual fire yep so it's a lot like the expanse yeah but the expanse they're always like yeah we gotta go to like jupiter and they're like there in five minutes they're there in five minutes on screen time, but it's been a while they've been flying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's something that a show can't really get around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a lot of times in the show, they'll be like, yeah, uh, it'll be like 72 hours before we link up with this ship, and it's like pretty close on the radar, and I'm like, what the heck? And then it just yeah. kind of cuts, and they're there. Yeah. Well, I, they tried. I, I really enjoyed the... Like, I, I really liked the characters, the story goes down like it basically takes a very realistic approach to like how a future military would react in like a war scenario you mean our space marines we're gonna be getting soon we need more space the world needs more space marines i think (laughs) is it like all Okay. <laughs> is it all like um humans from Earth or is it like alien races or uh no, for the most part is it's human. Uh the first book does kinda I mean it happens pretty early in the book and I'm pretty sure it's in this in the description. But like an unknown entity shows up that's been like fucking up planets on the frontier and humanity like the the confederate navy has been around for like 500 years but since there's like no real lack of resources in any capacity like humanity hasn't had a war in forever so basically the navy is just ceremonial at that point and like no one's prepared to fight and the black fleet is like the oldest fleet 
and so they have really old ships which are like all out of date and all this stuff so it's kind of like it's very akin to like the galactica in battlestar galactica where it's like oh like all this older tech is actually like helping us because it's like oh we haven't had war in forever so why do we need to make these battleship hulls like four meters thick just make them like a meter thick it'll be fine goes into a lot of engineering detail and it goes into a lot of like character exploitation and the audio book is narrated very well by one guy you know who that one guy is yes his name is Mark Boyette sounds cool Boyette (laughs) Uh, last but not least (laughs) Owen yeah who's Jenna first of all Oh, is it Janae? What are your wife? Wow. <laughs> Damn, really? Jesus wow. Christ, they've been married for 90 years. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> it just gets bigger and bigger. Yeah. So she's um, uh, wow. <laughs> oh, Since we were putting in some uh, some fun stuff that we were doing or, you know, cool places are going. I'm going to Harry Potter World this weekend. So. You suck nice. Jenna. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> that may be. <laughs> If you meet a girl oh, there gosh. named Jenna, you have to just like dunk on her. Yeah, you just have to shout at her. How's it feel, Jenna. idiot? Oh, you slap her. Uh, <laughs> Are you just going to Harry Potter World or? Oh no, I'm going to St. Augustine for a couple of days and then we're just taking a day trip over to Harry Potter World. St. Augustine, no one goes there. Yeah, that's, well, where my, that's where my company is based. When you have a free condo in St. Augustine on a beach, you go to the free condo on a beach. Yes, you do. <laughs> like, two of my coworkers have mentioned going to St. Augustine recently. What? I it's, don't know why that's, like, a thing. Th- it's also starting to I become, mean, like, a hipster hangout in Florida. Like, a lot of people are going there because there's a bunch of, like, breweries and, like, small boutiques and shit like that. It has, I'm sure uh, I will yes. be bougie. Also, also very, very high contributing to the future of humanity. Oh, yeah. Appreciated. <laughs> Flagler University, man, they're yeah, they're on top of it there, dude. Have you seen that college? It is gorgeous. Freaking surf bros. It is. It's a really pretty college. Uh, it's also got one of the like, I think it is the oldest concrete poured structure in the United States, and it's also the oldest constantly occupied city in the United States. But who cares about those facts? You know, it's a lot those of are so Augustine. specific. I and know it's architecture. Is there something you want to tell us here, buddy? Yeah, I go there all the time, like five or six times a year, because that's where my again company is based. Owen, is there got... uh, is that brewery there? Are really good the distillery? Oh yeah, yeah, there? That yeah, one. that one. Yeah, that yeah. one specific great. one. Yeah, they're, so they're, good. They're the, the one with the distillery. So is it the one with the IPA? It's the one with the IPA. <laughs> they also happen to have a wheat. Oh, I love that Ooh. one. What? They have some Bounce cool, them. like, old masonry forts there. They do. They do. They're not really masonry. Been, They're been made there. of, like, crushed seashell. Well, like, I the outer walls are. Oh, that's bitching. Yeah. The outer walls are like that so that they can absorb cannonballs. Wow, Is that that's, that's a very specific... I mean, he's reading the Wikipedia page, probably. <laughs> I'm not. No, I've been there. I was. Oh, I, okay. Yeah, I lived in Florida. He lived in Florida. It's very yeah, cool. I, and I hated knew it. that Alex lived there and is also a world traveler, so I believe that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the, I, the I remember that specific fact because it was the most amazing thing that I ever heard was that this wall just kind of like bends and absorbs the cannonballs when they hit them. 
You need to learn some quantum mechanics. That's just, that's just pretty amazing. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> All right, Owen, the if one thing the you need to do when you go. Yep. You need to go to the A1A burrito shop. That's the only thing you need to do. The A1A burrito shop. A1A burrito shop. Okay. I'll do Wonderful. it. Wonderful. Wonderful. I'll, I'll do it. Are you still you playing know. Overwatch? Have you been playing Overwatch this entire podcast? Gosh, that doesn't sound like something I would do when well, I'm going Well, the surprising thing soon. is we haven't heard your keyboard much yeah. until now. <laughs> what? That's the real surprising part. I've been normally good about it. Uh, and we're done. <laughs> Thanks, Owen. Thanks so much for that. Perfect. Great. I guess we'll catch you next time. See ya. And we're done. This week's podcast was edited by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCoslin, Frank Rice, Jake John Federkyle, Caleb Juno, and Owen Patterline. This week's music was again brought to you by Amair, A-M-A-I-R. You can check out his music on Spotify, or you can also check it out on soundcloud.com forward slash Amer. Also, this week's podcast was again brought to you by Reclaim Industrial, a small but amazing shop of makers, designers, and fabricators based out of Bluemont, Virginia. You can check out their website at www.reclaimindustrial.com. Additionally, you can check out everything that we do, We Are The Horizon, at our website, www.wearethehorizon.com. We have a lot of video posts as well as links to other content we've done in the past. Again, thanks so much for joining us, and we'll catch you next time.